Good morning. Welcome to the last in our series called uh, Always Ready. Um, it was a three-part series, then we're like, you know, let's just keep it going. And uh, really, it's probably kind of a, we're, we are working with a resource uh, called Two Ways to Live, and there is a participation manual and we wanted to use that, but they're currently in the midst of redesigning, and you've seen the new fancy little booklet, and they are redesigning what their participation manual looks like. All that to say is if you've enjoyed this six-week class, this is kind of something that I would like us to keep doing. So I would love if maybe sometime in the upcoming year we offer this again. Maybe it'll be in, in the upper room or across the... Uh, the driveway, if we can rent Maverick, uh, Maverick Theater again, if there's only a few of you in one of the offices, with you or the rest of the people in the church saying, hey, I've been hearing you share the gospel with this two ways to live presentation. I've been seeing these gospel tracks. And so hopefully this can be something that we can have these little classes ongoing. If you have enjoyed this, if you're like, you know, I've, I've memorized it, I've starting to use it, starting to be comfortable, this is a class that I think I would like to be part of leading. I would love to have that conversation with you. So if you've been enjoying this, making it your own, starting to have gospel conversations with it, I would love to uh, talk to you about how we can offer this class again in the future. Now, that's also encouraging to you if you're like, you know, I feel like I, w I was. it's been summer, there's been mission trips, um, there's, been, there's been vacations, I feel like I've gotten about 50% of this. Well, that's okay, too, because we're going to have, have more opportunities so that you can continue to make this yours, and in the future, you're going to be able to disciple someone with this presentation. It's not really a method. I like that it's not a method. Uh, uh, you may have done kind of evangelism methods in the past. This really isn't a method. This is just a guideline for having a, a gospel conversation, for having the big story of the Bible. Let's see. Um, so anyways, if you are like, I didn't quite get it, but I want to get it, um, Lord willing, we'll, we'll, we'll have some opportunities for you to do that again in the future. And if you would like to participate in leading it, please uh, let me know. Now, one of the challenges from last week, I'm not going to spend a lot of time waiting on this, but a challenge from last week was for you to talk to one of your friends Maybe someone who hasn't been coming to class, maybe a confessing Christian and saying, hey, I've been working through this gospel presentation. Can I share that with you? So that was the challenge going into this week. Some, some of you were here. Did anyone try that? Did, did uh, anyone? Oh, Sarah, great. Did, uh, did, uh, did, did anyone else? I'm looking for every hand, but I am going to ask to say, does anyone want to share anything about what they learned through that process? Like, like it was easier than, than I thought it was? Like, wow, it was good that I sat down with a real person and tried that? Um, this is great. You guys can be practicing this on your kids, on your brothers and sisters. Um, does anyone want to share anything about how that went? Sarah, do, do you have anything to share? Oh, and Cademan's bringing the mic again. Look at this. We're almost developing a, a habit. Hello. Um, so what I found out that um, she had questions in between. And I wasn't quite prepared to answer questions because I'd kind of you know, learned the script, uh -huh. yeah. so to speak. So it made me have to rethink some things and try and figure out how I could best address that with her. Oh, great. Now, now, now did she have uh, questions because she was kind of like pretending to be a non-Christian who didn't have, who didn't know, or did, were they just natural conversation questions? Um, I think it was points in her own faith where that she was not understanding. Wow, great. Well, it's, well, it's really neat. So that's kind of an exciting testimony. Um, here's, here's someone who is a confessing Christian, and you had an opportunity there. So if you know confessing Christians, and I think that you do, and they can go to this church, although not necessarily, um, but they can go here, say, hey, can I go over this, this with you? I need practice. And so use your friends as your guinea pigs. You have friends. Um, it'll be just a little bit scary. Was it a little bit scary? 
Yeah, okay, okay. Um, but it'll probably be less scary than what we do later today when we knock on someone's door, right? Maybe. So, so, uh, so please keep uh, working at that. D- d- does uh, anyone else want to share how their experience with that went? Thank you so much for sharing, Sarah. It's, it, it is really the, 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 the kind of answer that, that we expect to, to hear you learn something, and you can imagine studying, I don't know, I don't know, I'm thinking gymnastics now, my girls don't do gymnastics, but imagine trying to study how to do a vault off of one of those little horse things, right, and you're studying, and you're reading, and watching videos, and all of a sudden, you go and try it, and you're like, wow, I just ate it, right, I just totally biffed there, um, so that is, is totally, to, you're going to find things in really doing it that you haven't planned for, um, so great, thank you for sharing. Sweet. Well, Lord willing, we can keep building a culture. One of the things, if I've got time at the end, I would love to do some brainstorming and saying, what would it look like for us to team up continuing to do this? And I don't mean knocking on people's doors, but talking about the gospel conversations we're having, sharing prayer requests for, 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 for who you're reaching out to next. Maybe it's on our church Facebook group. Maybe it is an email chain of those who are most ready to kind of like say, yeah, I, wanna, I want some accountability. So it's kind of neat to, 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 to think how we can be involved in one another's life for, for that. Um, okay, well, that is a place to start. Let's go ahead next, and we're going to discuss the common questions uh, worksheet that we passed out at the end uh, of last time. Now, um, um, I did give a caveat for parents to grab it just because there was one, 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 one kind of small portion there um, in, 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 in responding to people's questions of, about, uh, about sexual um, sins that it was just like, wow, parents should probably read that first and make sure that their kids are ready for that. Um, but if you didn't, so who had a chance to read through those common questions. Go ahead and raise your hand. Not because I'm going to call on you, just so I know how to have this conversation. Who, who had a chance to read it? Okay. That means um, if, if no one had a chance to read it, that is good for me to know. And then we can either try to field some of those or uh, um, uh, do something else. So um, if you do want that, there are some examples here of some common questions. You can just come up and grab one afterwards uh, because there's really not a lot of sense going through it right now if you haven't read it. So, so this is a resource for you. Some of them you, you, you probably, and this is where it could, it could be fun dialogue, and so if you want to later, I am happy to take any email questions, phone calls, and say, well, what about this question here? Because there's some that I would do, and some you're like, I'm not sure I would do, but it would be good dialogue. So that's what's awesome when this becomes, you know, kind of a, a class with a eight people and you all know the homework that you're, you're, you're going to do. You all come having read these. Um, so I'll leave these here and uh, do something else. <laughs> so, and like, what's awesome here is I still brought down my Sharpies and my cardstock. So if uh, we don't have enough to keep us going talking, We'll just get back to practicing, okay? So we've got something to, to do. Now, one of the things we've been announcing to the church is that some of us are going to go into the church neighborhood afterwards to knock on people's doors, and as we ask them um, if, they ha- if they have spiritual, if they have spiritual, spiritual be, 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 beliefs, if they go to a church, how does that church tell them they can have a right relationship with God? As we try to get conversations going with people, we're looking forward to an opportunity where we can um, tell them the story of the Bible, this presentation we have been working on. So just as we answer people's questions, right, and people do have difficult questions, maybe I should have to get a little bit more uh, interest, but questions like, how do you know that God exists? Can you trust the New Testament? Why does God allow suffering? 
what happens to those who've never heard the gospel? Which I kind of think that maybe is a little soft on. Uh, what, 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 what about, about other, uh, uh, other religions? Aren't all good people Christians? Do you have to go to church to be a Christian? Isn't faith only psychological? Which I don't think that, 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 that is quite how, how, how we would say it now. Uh, hasn't science disproved Christianity? And, uh, and aren't Christians hypocrites? So those are just a few of the kinds of questions that they have answers to. So if that feels like a good resource to you, they are not perfect answers, but they're good dialogue points. So that if you wanted to meet with someone and, and, and say, oh, like, let's talk through those, or how, or, 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 or how would you answer those questions? So that is a resource there for you. If someone were to ask you one of those questions, what is important for you to remember um, about the way we should respond to those questions? Okay, so this is a part that you can participate in. There's no reading required for this. Um, what is a general attitude we should have as you, we're, we're, we're going through, and maybe we had a chance to share with them our two ways to live presentation, and they have some of those kinds of questions. What should we remember about our attitude in answering people? Kind and gracious. Yeah, so kind and gracious. Yeah. And, and that's really good. In fact, I've got here as my first one, kind and gentle. Uh, we are going to read later from 2 Timothy 2 in, in, in Scripture. And uh, for, for, the, for, the, for the Scripture reading this morning, Pastor Joshua is going to be preaching from 2 Timothy 2. And it says this, And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. Not that we're thinking of this person we're speaking to and sharing the gospel as an opponent, but they might become, start getting kind of uh, a little agitated. Uh, God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And that's so beautiful, right? Like that is what we are really knowing that God, that we're hoping God does. We're praying that God does, that God would grant them repentance, that God would open their eyes to the wonder of who Jesus is. And God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to, 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 to do his will. So that begins with not being quarrelsome and being kind. Okay, great. Yeah. What else may we want to remember? Pass Joshua. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. And 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 I will try to I'll I'll, I'll try to rephrase all those. Um, but one is that we are not the uh, the uh, Holy Spirit, right? That we cannot open their eyes. They are not an opponent, but someone that we are going to be loving and and someone that we see. Um, even if they're asking honest questions, that right now in this conversation, God has blinded them. Uh, uh, um, a pastor named Martin Lloyd Jones uh, refers to people as 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 dupes of Satan. They've been deceived by Satan. Their eyes have been blinded, and so we know that we have this message of hope for them. And so this puts us into a a, a relationship of pity with them. Right? We are praying as we go, and not being about like it's about me getting the right answers. This is not about me winning. And I don't know if I just rephrase all of what you said, but yeah, um, some of it. So, so, uh, so thank you. Um, it's great. Does anyone want to add to that? Like, those are really useful. Yeah, Tom, with the microphone. 
Uh, I haven't been here for uh, the last while, but well, we um, still remember you. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thanks for having me back. Um, but I think letting a person talk mm. and not just trying to get your talking points in, but let them talk and let them say what they believe. Um, I was talking to a guy in France um, who said he was an atheist, got in a little conversation. He started talking. He's a scientist. Started talking, and after a couple of minutes, he said, "Well, nobody could say they're an atheist because we can't prove that God doesn't exist." So sometimes they'll end up going through the argument themselves if yeah. you let them talk. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I like this um, presentation because it really is something that you want to get through. Now, I phrase that bad, but you have a story to tell. I like doing it, though, after you've had an opportunity to listen and to see what someone's worldview is. Now, you may not have a, 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 a ton of time always, but to ask questions, to be a, a good listener, if, if we're not going to say it's right or wrong. Uh, there may be times where God opens up a door, and they're like, yeah, I'd love to hear the story of the Bible. Right? But if in a normal conversation you have an opportunity to say, I think I know what this person's worldview is, that is going to make really your presentation kind of tailored to that person, although you're going to still, you're going to still, still be emphasizing those are truths. So as much as you have it, and like this is where, where, where again, like it's something I appreciate about this presentation. Uh, it's, it's, yes, there are, there are little drawings you can do if you want to, but it's not a, a shtick. It's not like, 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 I've got this cool trick, you know. Um, it's really about getting to know someone, kind of, and I think that that's a good way to build trust and to show love and to show that you're listening and asking questions. And as you've done those things to say, hey, can, can, do, you, do you get a few more minutes? I can tell you uh, the, the, the story of the Bible. Thanks, Tom. I, w I was in France witnessing to people. Um, he just kind of threw that in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joshua? Oh, wait, wait, you might as well wait. Yeah. I think another one for there me personally is yeah. to remember uh, what Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, mm. in terms of, like, the sky is blue whether or not we're spending a, two hours. I don't have to be embarrassed by saying the sky is blue, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, even if I spend two hours with a guy who thinks it's green or purple or something, so sometimes when we're sharing the gospel with somebody who's really um, asking tough questions, we start to get a little bit embarrassed or maybe speaking of the gospel as if it were a suggestion or just like right. one way among many. And we don't need to be obnoxious, of course, but at the same time, like, don't be ashamed either. Like, you have been graced by God to know truth, and so uh, you don't have to pretend like you, you don't know truth. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Yeah, that is uh, um, really it, it, it is it is the difference between us and that person, right? Like 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 we would be right there with them, believing something that is not true, suppressing the uh, truth about God. It is so wonderful, and you may have have that point in the conversation as they start asking questions to to to, to be like you know I. I also rejected this truth. Like, I would have continued to live as a rebel against God if God hadn't opened my eyes. So that's what's wonderfully consistent, um, um, is, that, is that we know uh, that, that, that our salvation is all of grace. And so we have no, no problem saying that. Um, there is a difference in, it's funny, sharing the, the gospel. Sharing is not a bad verb. It is the word we, we use. It is, in a sense, sharing, but it's also, um, it's also maybe an easy word to soft-sell the gospel, right? I'm going to share this with you. And really what we're doing is calling them to, to make a choice. We're telling them what is true. We are proclaiming. Now, it would be awkward to say, I'm going to proclaim to you what is true. That would also be kind of strange. Um, but for us to have that in our hearts, like, um, there's something there, there's, there's strength there, there's conviction, there's power, there's not being ashamed, as Pastor Joshua said, that really changes that conversation. I, I, I can't promise it will change that conversation every time you have it, but it changes the way that you present it when you are absolutely certain 
that the only reason why I believe this is because of God's grace to my heart, and now I'm going to tell you what is true. Now, we may not say, now I'm going to tell you what is true, but that's kind of what we're doing. And, 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 and having that, that, uh, uh, that attitude. Um, are, are there other things you have learned about attitude, about the way we see ourselves as we're having gospel con- Gospel conversations, this is so beneficial, we can keep going uh, talking about this. Just uh, raise your hand, and uh, um, Caden will bring the mic. Thanks, Sarah. I think this is alluded to before, but I um, often forget to pray ahead of time mm. because I end up being in my own strength and, and, and not sensitive to me what the Holy Spirit's actually leading through that conversation. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so praying is so key, and that is one of the neat things if God gives you the opportunity to be sharing the gospel with someone, um, to, to be praying for the person who's doing the, the uh, majority of the talking. Um, but honestly, I find, like, whether it is sharing the, the gospel or counseling someone to be the most dependent of, like, all things— because you're just so aware how needy you are. Because you're talking to a real person, and you, you, you can't open their eyes. And you're totally dependent upon, upon God's grace working. So that is so key. Um, and to keep that attitude, I won't say, yeah. I'm, you know, you always want to say black and white statements. It's the difference between it going bad and not. Well, it's not like it goes bad if you don't have answers to questions and goes good if you had answers to questions. But that whole experience is so more, it's, it's sanctified. And it, it is an, an offering to the Lord, not that if you forget to pray, it was like in your own strength um, and that you were proud. But there's a difference in even when I'm preaching and remember to pray during you know, I, I don't stop, you know, um, instead of like, hey, I think that I just said that well, right? And like, that is where you want to run and say, ah, and, uh, or look at how I'm going to answer this person's question. And there's that, that kind of pride. Mike, you've got the mic. You know that um, for me, some of what's held me back, like with people I know maybe at work, is the rejection, the mm. personal rejection. They're not rejecting us. They're rejecting the message. And that's on God. He, he can move their heart. He can open their eyes. Mm-hmm. We're just there to share it with them. Mm-hmm. And that it's not a, you know, like it was said earlier, it's not a win type of thing. Right. I've got something I want to give you. Yeah. And if they reject it, it's not, it's not personal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's probably true in lots of conversations we have, I think it, I think sometimes it can become personal, right? Where you where you are rejected because of the truth you hold, and it can become become persecution. But there's also blessed are those who are persecuted for for for, the, for theirs is the kingdom of, of of heaven. I think though what you're saying is right that most of the time, um, um, or at least at times, it's not they are rejecting you. Um, but it can't. But it can become that. You know, like we are, um, particularly if we're bold. Um, and I don't mean bold and obnoxious, but say what is true. What is and saying truth is loving and it is good. But if we talk about Jesus being the only way to be reconciled to God, if we talk about the eternal consequences uh, of, of of sin, and if we talk about um, oh, I'm trying to to uh, remember like what are some of those key things um, that really make people agitated. Um, when people hear those kinds of truth claims, uh, they, 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 all, they often respond in a hostile way. I think part of that, too, is remembering I would be rejecting this, too, if, if it weren't for God's grace. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, Gene, hold on just a second. Over on the left. Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to add to that that um, I feel like a lot of times I make it about me uh-huh. and how, oh, I forgot to say this, mm. or, oh, I should have said it this way, or I should have done this. Or, so I always kind of second-guess myself in thinking, and it, it just it makes it all about me instead of the Holy Spirit being used mm. um, in me. And so like, I 
have to remind myself, like, the Lord is using every yeah. situation, and I can't think about, oh, I should have done that, or, oh, I should, I should have said this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and, and again, there's, there's probably balance there. Because it's not bad to kind of like like go after a, a question afterwards and and or 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 or, or a witness in the gospel. If we forgot to mention that Jesus rose from the dead, it's kind of a big deal, right? We are working on not doing that, and uh, and and so there can be a healthy, humble evaluating, or if you're with someone, asking someone how it went. But that's so different from like now I'm going to you know give myself penance or punish myself or beat myself up um, because are we forgetting that God is sovereign and, 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 and good? Yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Because that's going to happen to us if, if, if you're going out into the neighborhood later and, or, 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 or to Lemon Park afterwards and God gives you a opportunity. Um, there's a lot of truth, right? And we're trying a new presentation and we m- may forget things, right? Yeah, so thanks, Gene. Let me look. Um, yeah. Um, so, 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 as we answer people's questions, um, we we want to make sure to answer their. Boy, it, it just requires a lot of wisdom, which is so good about trying to be prayerful as we are. We do want to say what is true, and we want to say what is good. What is good for them. So we're going to say hard things at times. We're going to give hard, honest answers to people's questions because it is true, but also because it is loving. Um, we may, um, we're going to try to help ourselves st- stay on track, though. They may, I don't know, um, I'm in the uh, uh, Two Ways to Live booklet kind of encourage, what is the question behind the question? Right. So, like, what is going on in that person's heart, really? So, sometimes you can have a gospel conversation with someone who knows enough about church um, to 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 say, "Well, isn't it God? Isn't it true that the Bible says that God chooses some people to go to hell?" Okay. So, what is the question behind that question? Now, the Bible doesn't specifically say that. It says that God chooses the those He's going to save. Um, um, what is the question behind that question? Why is this person saying this? Is that because they have a real burning question about that? You, you, you know, we've been talking for a while, and I've heard this m- my whole life. Um, like, oh, that's that's kind of a sad thing to hear your whole life. Um, so that would be very different from someone just kind of like throwing that out. So what is so why are they saying? what they're saying. Because really, what we want to, to, to stick to as much as possible are to these key doctrinal truths, that they are a creature who has a responsibility to God, who's been spending their lives rebelling against God, for whom God has provided a wonderful invitation to come to Jesus Christ so that they can be saved. And so we're going to try to um, not be distracted by things that are distracting. At the same time, giving honest questions to honest answers. You may say, I don't know how to do that. And I don't know how to do that with every question either, right? So it's just going to be something, a a, a skill we can grow in over time. Um, One of the uh, key, uh, Romans 1 is... uh, is so solid about this that uh, that people know God and they are the suppressing the truth about God. So they are trying to, to hold down that truth. And I had a, 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 a seminary professor describe it as trying to hold a, 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 a ball underneath the water, right? You, no matter how hard you try, it's going to keep surfacing up. And so as you talk to that person, you know that they know that. Now, you may not tell, or you may. It just depends on how the conversation's going. You may, it may, it may come time where you're like, no, honestly, God's word says that you do know that there's a God, and you're afraid of dying because you know that you're going to be judged by him, which is what it says in Romans 1.32, that they know that they're going to be judged by God. So be gracious and kind in how you say that, but keep that in your mind. Right, that they know God, they're holding down truth about God. They don't know everything 
about the gospel, but that they are created by God, that God has been good to them, that God has been better to them than they deserve, and they have a responsibility to God. So you want to try to direct the conversation. Again, we're not ignoring questions, um, but trying to get them to the truth that can save them that they, and, and, the, and the responsibility that they do have to give an account to God. So kind of being thinking about the question behind the, the question, the person behind, behind the question, what is really going on in their heart, what are their, their real hang-ups that are stopping them from coming to God? Um, it may be that question, or that may just be something to kind of throw you off the scent because they're feeling guilty, or because you just said that there's one way to 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 to, to a God. Um, yeah. So, are there other thoughts as we have these conversations and are trying to answer questions? It's something we can keep growing at, and, uh, and, and this is one simple resource. There are others. By God's grace, we can grow in our culture a little bit. How sweet would it be to come on Sunday and say, you know, I was having a conversation this a past week, and someone said this. How would you respond to that? And that's what's, that's, that's what's awesome is that that's not like a pastor's job. Right? That's like all of our job because we're all making disciples. Now, you're welcome to, to, to ask the, 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 the pastors, but we can ask one another and be used equipping one, 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 one another as we have conversations. Like, wouldn't it be neat if the Lord got us all to the place where we're like, not a month goes by where I'm not having this kind of gospel conversation with someone. Uh, every week it would be very cool, but uh, um, so that is where we are going by uh, God's grace. I asked if there's more questions, and then I kept talking. Yeah, Sarah. Um, so I think you alluded to it when you were reading through some of those questions, but I think one of my hesitations in um, sharing is feeling hypocritical, because mm -hmm. my life is obviously full of sin also, and so how do you... Um, come with confidence to share when they, who, if you know the person at all, they're going to say, well, I know that person, and I know that they, you know, yeah. struggle here and there, and so they're not really living what they're preaching, and yeah. Yeah, okay, D d does uh, anyone have any uh, uh, practice being a uh, hypocrite? <laughs> we all do, right? Um, but kind of, too, like, do you present yourself as someone who's perfect? No. I mean, I've, I've known you for, for, for a few months now, and, and that is not how you present yourself. So that's different from, 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 from being a, a hypocrite. I think a hypocrite is someone who says, I'm sinless, and you need to be like me. Now, that would be being a, a hypocrite. Um, but does someone want to uh, uh, say how they might answer that like, oh, you're a hypocrite, I know you really well, or aren't Christians all hypocrites, or I know lots of Christians. Joshua, I feel like you might have an answer. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, saw you getting ready there. Okay. No, I actually was just uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Are, are you more comfortable now because no, we can, yeah, <laughs> we can go on to someone else? Yeah, no. Well, I was waiting, but one thing um, I try to remember in those moments is that the gospel's not be like me, or look at how I did this, I'm so good. The whole, the gospel is for sinners. So uh, uh, <laughs> when somebody would bring something like that up, I'd more feel like it's an opportunity and be like, yeah, you're right, man, I am so broken, I deserve hell. Um, but God is so merciful, he's provided a savior for a person like me. And uh, the good news is he is in process and he, he is changing me and helping me to hate these sins and it's a slow process sometimes but uh, I'm looking forward to the day that I am glorified and uh, will fully overcome this but m the message I have for you isn't and I'm glad you I would say something like I'm glad you bring something like that up because the, the the message I have for you isn't I'm not trying to present you the good news of Josh mm -hmm. or the good news of like hey I'm I'm really I go to church a lot 
And the good news is about a savior for sinners, and you're right, I am one. Mm, great. Thank you. Yeah, that's, uh, um, I mean, it's kind of almost a soft pitch to, 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 to uh, tell the gospel. You just did, right? If someone says, but you're a sinner, or but lots of Christians are sinners, like, yeah, <laughs> like that is why Jesus came. Yeah, thank you. Yes, uh, Ashley, hold, hold, hold on just a second. There. Thanks, Caden. Yeah, a little bit like adding on to what's already been said. Um, I think it's really important to remind the person that you're talking to that um, the faults of men do not override the truths of God. And so even if we fall short, um, God is still true. God is still good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're tr- that. Wherever we do fall short, we are contradicting to the truths of God. Um, so yeah, yeah, great. Thank you. Um, and, and and as you mentioned, like like God's truth is not dependent upon man's sin. It is incredible that 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 we have good news, right? I, I was just struck by that. God has spoken into this world. People understand. Really, it's it's God's grace that people recognize what hypocrisy is. Although I think a lot of times it's just a kind of pushing people back. So there's kind of a question against it. But that's right there. You understand what hypocrisy is because you are made in God's image. He gave you a sense of right and wrong. But he, I don't know where I'm, I'm rambling with that now. But uh, but God has spoken into this world and uh, and. God is so gracious that he has because he didn't have to. He didn't have to bring any hope. Yeah. Hold on just a second, Joshua. Here he comes. Uh, another thing with that, just with what you said, is it is a soft pitch in terms of like, hey, you're recognizing there is a reality such called sin. Yeah. And uh, if there isn't a God and if uh, we're the standard of right and wrong, there, there's no such thing as hypocrisy. Like, so what you're upset about. Yeah. It's not something to be upset about. So it's actually right. your, your conscience <laughs> right. is uh, you're agreeing with God yeah. when you see sin and you're upset about it. And, right. and actually, you're not contradicting the truth as much as, like, that is a truth, God. That's part of how he explains, like, we're in a war. So, that, so when you recognize that about me, right. that I struggle with sin, right. this is part of the nature of the Christian life yeah. as God describes it, right. that it's a fight right now. right. And yeah. so the Bible doesn't doesn't deny that, and it doesn't whitewash that. Yeah, no, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, great. Um, one more from James, and then and 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 then we'll try to go over the rest of our uh, um, ways that people could respond. And we had some some fun watching videos last time. So, Caden, if you can get it to James, and then we'll hear from James, and then. Uh, Um, so, uh, and I think all of us who, who've been in, in our respective salvation journey know that, you know, there's three aspects of salvation, right? There's justification, sanctification, and glorification. We're not in glorification yet. The Lord's work on the cross, um, you know, uh, and our relationship by faith helps us to claim that. And then we're in sanctification process all this time. It makes us think, though, sometimes, you know, when, when we think about our own sins, it, it causes us to feel a, a sense that we're so inadequate, just like Isaiah, right, in front of the altar, right? Uh, I, woe is me, for I'm a man of unclean lips, right? And I'm sure all of us can admit to this, even in our transformation groups and so forth. I'm so inadequate. All of us are so inadequate. We get it. But like, I'm wondering from a practical perspective, even that is an act, it's, it's the life that we live by faith, mm-hmm. right? And so I, you know, oftentimes I'll catch myself, whether it's me or my loved ones, critical comments, you know, my own heart, whatever the case is, you know, to the extent we know our knowable sins, we confess before the Lord. There's a, there's a model in, in the way Jesus even told the, the person before you go and make an offering right? Make it right with your brother before you make the offering. Mm-hmm. So you, there is a deliberate act of cleansing, asking, forgiving, and then you move forward by faith. Mm. Um, I, I, uh, uh, I think 
that that you bring out that there's an opportunity there as you're talking to someone about the fact that you're that your soul sinner and Christians are sinner to, to really emphasize is you, you brought up like like what saving faith is right um, we are people who, who who rely on Jesus's death and resurrection in our place he's changing us but we're going to keep relying on his on his death and resurrection until we see him um, we're going to uh, switch now to uh, uh, just kind of practical, practically talking about um, uh, various responses. So last time we uh, looked at if someone says, no, I want to live life my way, and someone says, yes, I definitely want, want to, to, to live to live God's way. And so on the back of these uh, common questions, if you didn't grab one last time, there's a little flow chart, and it's helpful. And we've talked through about some of the things we alike and, 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 and some not as much. But this next one here is, is if someone says that they respond to that question, um, that, that, that yes, they want to live God's way, but not yet. So hold, hold on a second. I'll read the At this rate, we're going to need a week seven. But this, this, this has been so much fun this morning. It's so cool. Like, like this is like a major part of, of us being here on earth. So it's so neat to spend time doing this. And so, Lord willing, we can keep creating environments where we can be having these kinds of conversations, getting better at knowing how to answer people, how to love people, um, more excitement, and really, most of all, more joy in being saved, because that's what uh, propels me most. Uh, it's also, this is not what we're doing, but it's also one of the greatest motivations to be sharing the gospel with someone. If you go out later th this afternoon and you get an opportunity to share the story of the Bible, you are going to be so jazzed. And it's not because you're like, check that box, I shared the gospel. It's going to be because you're like, oh, this is such amazing good news. And there is something so sweet about sharing it with someone who doesn't believe it. Not because they don't believe it. It's heartbreaking that they don't believe it. But you're like, but I do, and he's changed my heart. So if you need joy in your Christian life, share the gospel. I know it's, it's heartbreaking when someone doesn't receive it, um, but, but it also is never more real. It's not never more real, but it's so real. Um, so share the gospel. Um, so let's see here. Uh, let's see. Here. So which of these best represent the way you want to live? I just gave you the, the, these two options, either God's way or your way. And the, someone says, God's way. And where are you now? I'm living my way. You can make the change now if you want to. Are you going to? No, not right now. So how might you respond to that? Just tell me something you would do. You don't have to have the whole conversation, right? But what's something you would interject at that point? Yeah, Sarah. When, right? Yeah. So, so and that when question is kind of getting to maybe a first question or, or a follow-up question of like what is stopping you, right? Because that when is kind of like, like you're trying to get it, like what has to change to make this happen? And uh, yeah, and maybe they need to understand something, right? Well, when I get this question answered, or maybe it is, well, when I'm willing to move out of my live-in relationship with my significant other, right? So, so, so they might have a, a postponed win. Um, yeah. What are some, some other ways we might want to respond? Try and figure out the when or the why. Yeah. I was just thinking, if they acknowledge that they are living their own way and not God's way, trying to understand, like, do you know the consequences of living your own way? Yeah. Like, you say you're living, oh, I'm living my way, not God's way. It's like, do you understand the consequences of choosing your own way rather than God's way? Mm -hmm. And just trying to see if there's, like, a disconnect yeah. between that. Yeah, right, because, because that would be like, oh, oh, oh I want to do it God's way, but I'm not going to now. Like, you know what would happen if you died now. Yeah, right. Okay, great. Yeah, 
thank you. Awesome. Yes, and last, and then we will do video 12 next. Green. I think sometimes people think that they have to do a lot of things to live God's way, and it hasn't been mentioned maybe in the conversation. Um, maybe it's something they're thinking about, and those are stumbling blocks for them. So maybe trying to see um, what their perspective is on what does it mean to, mm -hmm. to choose God's way versus our own way. Yeah, great, great. And, uh, and uh, if you haven't read it yet, make sure to uh, read the back of the uh, Two Ways to Live booklet. Um, um, as a general flow, I, and I mentioned that, that this last time, I'm not a huge fan of you've got to do these three things, um, but the Bible does, in a sense, quantify, and it does talk about obeying Jesus. It talks about repenting. It talks uh, 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 about believing in Jesus, believing repenting are the same are two sides of the same coin um and i started saying that to respond to what you were saying but to make sure that someone knows because they may think wow it's like like i've got to go to church and i got to read the the bible and i got to give up the sin and and, and that maybe they're not willing to, to repent and maybe that they've got a misunderstanding that it's a whole lot of works Right, and I've got to do all these things and become a. I got to join a convent, right? They they may have no understanding, so it's, that's great, great. Okay, well, let's watch this this video, and then we'll respond to it, and we'll see what you liked and didn't like. Sometimes people are attracted to the gospel message and realize that they are not currently living God's way, and yet they are reluctant to do anything about it, at least not for the moment. They know that they need to make some sort of change, but for various reasons are unwilling to take the step. Sometimes people are attracted to the gospel message and realize that they are not currently living God's way, and yet they are reluctant to do anything about it, at least not for the moment. They know that they need to make some sort of change, but for various reasons are unwilling to take the step. How can we be most helpful to someone in this situation? Here's an example. Okay, so I've said a fair bit, and if what I'm saying is true, it leaves you with a choice. So which of the two ways do you want to live? Well, yeah, look, um, God's way, definitely God's way. Well, which way would you say you're living now? Well, just as definitely my way. Would you want to change? Well, yeah, of course, I'd like to change, but I just don't know whether I'm ready to yet. Well, why? What, what's, what's the problem? Well, look, I've got some issues that I need to sort through. Mm. Do you mean in what I've been saying, or is there something that you don't get? No, 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 that's all very clear. Um, I've just got some lifestyle issues, like uh, Melinda. Mm. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, taking these steps will involve a lifestyle change and you need to be ready for that and take into account the cost. Listen, in one sense, I don't want you to delay because you know what's true and you know that this is right and I don't want you to get hit by a bus when you go out of here today. And um, if you want, I can give you um, this little booklet and basically what it does is explains the basics of the Christian faith. Right. And if you want to, um, you know, ponder that and go through that, there's a bit at the end there that tells you how to pray and how to become a Christian. So why don't you have a look at that? Okay. Okay, and can we get together and maybe this time next week? Yeah, sure, we can go through it again. Yep. Okay. Talk it over. Okay, that's good. Thanks. Thank you. So that was a very short one, right? Uh, uh, you, you would probably be enjoying a longer, uh, a longer conversation there. Um, but uh, what were some, some things he did that you liked or maybe you think he could have done better on? Yes, yeah. Doreen. Cademan's coming with the mic. You guys are doing great. So we're learning something new. I think that one of the things uh, that I was alluding to is the gentleman was thinking, I have to do these things, right? And sometimes it's nice to reassure people that doing those things is why we need the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And the Lord will help us through those. And that those 
things are not requirements to living God's way initially, right? So that's why we need Christ to help us to go through those things, to change mm. those things. That's our need for Christ. If we already had all of this, maybe we wouldn't be needing to do those things, yeah. something along those lines. Oh, great, yeah. So, so there is m- more hope in Jesus's power, right, in his resurrection power, in the presence of new life, in the Holy Spirit, right? Um, and yet someone does have to repent too. So this person knows that they didn't want to right then, or they're going to, so, so we probably could have needed more, right? Is it that, is that he's like, I've got to go home and break up, and then I'm going to follow Jesus, and like, whoa, 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 wait, you can follow him, 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 him now. Again, we are cautious of using the a prayer in, in a, the book as like, well, just pray this, a prayer. It is really a pretty good sample prayer, but praying a prayer does not save someone, um, um, but, um, yeah, so prayer, right, so that Jesus is the one who is going to help us change. So that is okay for someone to say, I need help, right? It, 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 is, it is part of coming to Christ. So that may have been something to follow up with. Thank you. Yeah, Joshua? It's a tough, it's a great nuance to make sure yeah. you're really shouting about because it's, so tempting for someone to hear, I need to clean myself up before I come to Jesus. And that, that's not what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying Jesus is the one who can cleanse you. So come to him as a sinner. Uh, come to him for forgiveness of sin. That's yeah. what you're, you're bringing Melinda to, to, to Jesus and asking for forgiveness. Yeah. You're not going and getting everything right so that now Jesus is willing to accept you and forgive you so right it takes work to uh make that clear because that's yeah. so often just uh illustration that they're not quite hearing mm-hmm. what uh the, is the good news of the gospel yeah yeah so so both that come to jesus all you who are weary and heavy laden and i will give you rest and though sometimes you're going to talk to someone who needs to hear luke 9 23 and 24 about picking up your cross and following so both of those things are there yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. If they really understand the gospel, of course they're going to turn from those sins. Right. Because they see the goodness of Christ and the grace of Christ and also God's wrath on that sin mm-hmm. being poured out on Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that is ultimately, well... I was going to say, it is ultimately true. Anyone who stays away from Jesus doesn't get the goodness of Jesus. And I think, and I think that that's true, right? If you saw the goodness of Jesus, you would go to Jesus. Um, there's a lot of reasons why people aren't willing to see the goodness of Jesus, and they're all, and they're all wrong. Yeah. yeah, Tom, you got something? Yeah. yeah. What did Christian do well, and what could he be done differently? I think he... He was very calm. He was not judgmental. He let the other guy state, here's what I need to do. Yeah. He wasn't saying, hey, you need to break up or you need to move out. Um, but I think that he, it, he opened up. He could have shared the gospel right there, but he handed off a track or a book. Um, so I think always being ready, even if it's like, okay, say it, but then give the book. But always being ready to give the gospel because yeah. that was a uh, you know, prime opportunity to be able to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neat. Okay, so... so so what we're bringing out is that although this is following a a, a gospel a gospel co- uh, conversation he had that there's still a a there's 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 something that he didn't understand and so that maybe rather than the video here it's a great opportunity to make sure that he actually understands um, how how who Jesus really is. Okay, um, let's uh, talk next, um, and, the, and we'll have time for one more of these. Um, let, let me see. I think that uh, um, we will, I think we've kind of covered some of the uh, fourth way, which, which, is, which is someone is, is not certain. That's really not that different from what we just saw. If someone's 
waiting. That's not very different from someone who is who is not sure yet. But let's say you are having a, a conversation with someone, and uh, we'll start with the video this time. And they say, "Well, I'm already living, living God, living God's way." So I've heard that, and it's me. Lots of people are going to say that. So. Let's watch uh, the uh, last video. I think it's number 16, and then we'll uh, discuss that as we finish up our time. Or we could take questions first. (laughs) Are you guys looking for it? Do you need more time? Okay. Okay. Well, 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 what, well, what would you do if you're having a conversation with someone and you're like, um, this, this person says, well, which of the, the uh, two ways I want to li- li- live God's way, which way are you living now? I'm living God's way. And you might have some uh, questions as the conversation goes. Like, I don't think this person's understood the, the, the gospel from what is are we gonna? Are we able, or just gonna end it? You already Christian, which of course okay, they great. may well be. Just let it go. Or then again, they may have been raised in a Christian culture and assume that they are Christian, and give some vague intellectual assent to the idea of Christianity, but they've not really turned to God themselves in repentance and sought to live with Jesus as their master. How can we sensitively and honestly deal with this response? Okay, I've said a fair bit, and if what I'm saying is true, then it leaves you with a choice. So which of the two ways do you want to live? God's way, definitely God's way. Right, well, which way would you say you're living now? God's way, yeah. So you're a Christian then? Well, yeah. Well, when did that happen? Well, I can't really remember any specific time. Uh, Mm. My family's Catholic, and um, we've always kind of believed in in God, and, you know, I pray sometimes. Well, looking back, how would you say that being a Christian has affected your life? Well, um, you know, I try to be good and uh, I I do the the right thing by people and I try to please God and I try to respect him. Mm. Okay, excuse the curly question, but I need to ask it and you can think about it. If you died tonight and were presented to God, would he let you into heaven and why? Well, I'd like to think I would be accepted but I'm not quite sure, to be honest. I mean, mm. I've always tried to respect and honour God and um, you know, live a good life. Um, I'd hope he'd let me in. Is that the right answer? I mean... Well, I don't know about it being right or wrong, but it does tell me something. It, it, just because you were born into a Christian family doesn't make you a Christian, and just because you've lived a good life doesn't make you a Christian. Like I was saying earlier, a Christian is someone who's realised that they've been rebelling against God and they've come back to God into a relationship with him because of what Jesus has done. And I uh, think he, he, he kept that uh, conversation going there. So what were some uh, um, simple things he did to kind of keep that, that conversation going? He sensed enough from the conversation that this person may not really be, 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 be a, a Christian. So what, what are some of the things that he did? Yes, Josh, them back. You can just just talk loudly because I don't want Kidman to have to run. Oh, he's running. Okay. We we either need a smaller room or more mics. He uh, he kind of checked to see what the the you know his friend's understanding was of what a Christian is. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did that by asking some questions and um, yeah, just came to see like from the guy's own mouth like after sharing the two ways to live, like, okay, so what does it mean to be a Christian to see if he really understands the gospel and has accepted it or not and, and trusts in, in Jesus's blood alone for his salvation. But clearly from this conversation, he was kind of trusting in his own good works. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't understand the gospel. So, yeah, so I think one important thing is is to, to check with the people we're talking to to see if they've actually understood the gospel as we presented it. Great, yeah, yeah. So, so he didn't say, oh, "I don't think so." Now, now, whether you, 
whether he should have said when when the guy said is that the a right answer and like well I'm not just well I mean he's just she's trying to to be kind there we want to be truthful and loving is that the right answer well somehow you're going to say you can have more certainty right <laughs> um, but to 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 figure out what their gospel understanding is and he did that by asking questions rather than expressing skepticism like I really don't think so and uh, so what were some of the the questions he used to try to keep that conversation going. Or what questions could you use or have used in the past? Yes, in the balcony, Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 if someone is really saved, then they're going to have have a, uh, a great time answering that question, right? How has the gospel changed you? Well, let me tell the, 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 the ways, and you're going to be encouraged. Um, they're like, oh, what are you talking about? Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks, Adrian. What are some of the other ways he kept the conversation going? Skills that some of us may get to use later. Yes, Marta. When? Yeah, yeah, by, 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 by asking when. And again, it's, it's showing optimism because they may be truly saved, right? Yeah, great, thank you. And then they had that a question, which, which is such a good seeing if someone understands the gospel, if you were to die, and um, would God let you into his presence and why? And that's a great opportunity for, for I mean, all, most often, someone is going to, to reveal with that question whether they, ha- they have a true understanding of, of the gospel. Well, um, that is pretty much ending this round of two ways to uh, live training. Um, some of us are going to, to be going out after lunch, and you are, are uh, all welcome. We're going to meet in the uh, back right room at 1245. So the back right room at 1245. Um, I know that Clifton is going out with a group to, 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 to a Lemon Park, and we may send a few more people there. Um, but, uh, but if you brought a lunch, great. If you didn't, you, you have time to split out after service and bring, and bring something back, um, or you can just pocket a bagel and a yogurt, and you're good to go. <laughs> um, and we will probably just kind of aim for being out uh, for, uh, for a uh, hour or so. We'll go out in small groups. I've got some maps printed. And, uh, and we'll, we're going for the purpose of knocking on doors and inviting people to, to Vacation Bible School. So we've got some flyers. But maybe and hopefully we'll, we'll get an opportunity to ask people if they go to church. How does their church t- teach that someone is made right with God? And, uh, and, 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 and those kinds of questions. Does anyone else have any questions before we end? Right. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for all of your being here. You knew what we were working on, and by being here and by working on your two ways to, 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 to a live presentation, you have sought to be equipped uh, to, 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 to be sharing the uh, gospel. So thank you so much for all of your hard work, for your diligence, and I look forward to, to seeing what uh, God is going to do in, in, in the years ahead with this. If you've really enjoyed this and feel like you've gotten comfortable with it, if you've been out sharing the gospel with this method, I would love um, to, to, to partner along with someone in teaching this class in the future. So please tell me. I'm going to close in prayer. Now, Father, we come before you just very needy and dependent uh, Lord, I thank you that you have the monopoly on truth, that you know what is true, um, that it is what you know. And I thank you, Father, that you know everything that is true. 
And we come before you as, as finite creatures, and we are, are, are learning. We thank you for the revelation that you've given to us of what is true. Um, we know in a, in, in a conversation with someone, the only person who got it right every time was Jesus. And uh, um, we are going to have, have questions we don't have answers to. Um, we're going to even sin at times, getting frustrated or impatient. Um, we're going to struggle with pride. Um, but you are so gracious. Uh, Father, we come before you as needy, and uh, Lord, we pray that the gospel, that this wonderful goodness of Jesus, that, that Jesus being who he says he is, this, this confidence that we have in him, this trust, this, this faith that he has promised and he's going to do it, Lord, we pray that Jesus would become um, bigger in our hearts. May we trust more that he's as compassionate as he says he is, that he's as truthful as he says he is, that he's as good as he says he is, Lord, that when he says good, uh, that when he says true things, that they are good things. And so please, Father, may we have more faith in Jesus. May it warm our hearts. May we love him more, and may we be uh, pushed, um, compelled, um, to love, Lord. And we do want to love our church neighbors. Uh, we want to love the neighbors in our neighborhood, our, our, our cubicle mates, Lord. We want to be faithful um, so that we can give this wonderful good news of how you are in this world right now, today, reconciling sinners to yourself. Pray, Father, that you would help us even this morning as we have opportunity to tell this good news, whether to a brother or sister who needs to be encouraged um, or, or, or someone who doesn't yet know you. Uh, please, Lord, we uh, pray that you would uh, bless these VBS efforts, Lord. Uh, we know that there's a lot going into uh, loving these kids and communicating truth well to them. Um, Lord, we want this to be an opportunity also to, to get to know our, our church neighbors, if you would be so kind uh, and, uh, and allow us that grace. I uh, thank you so much for uh, this morning and for these dear saints. In Jesus' name, amen.